0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to the Undiluted Podcast. This is episode 142. This is a sports edition, and this is JP. We got Mike, and we got Clayton in the... Good morning.
1: Hello, good morning.
2: <laughs> welcome, welcome back, man be a fun episode a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about dive into we have a lot to unpack and we're going to dive right into
0: it by kicking it off with the scotty pippen topic he has a book called unguarded that recently released and uh he's made a lot of controversial statements and the ones that obviously rub a lot of people the wrong way are the ones in regards to the legend Michael Jordan so gentlemen what's your thoughts um
1: I want I I, I want to know where y'all are gonna go with this because y'all are the two Chicago guys I'm gonna tell you right now I'm not gonna be nice to Scotty in this segment so if y'all want to uh give him the honey before I give him the vinegar I will let y'all go ahead but uh yeah I got, well, I, got I got I got some stuff to say about Scotty <laughs>
0: I'll start off by saying Scottie Pippen is one of the top 50 greatest players of all time, arguably the best small four of all time, in some people's opinion. Um, well, a lot of people have LeBron James there. But I mean, hey. I like, who's opinion? <laughs> <laughs> he, number two is great either way. But uh, um, yeah, and then plus, hey, helped us get six championships here in Chicago. Great defender never forget that dunk on Patrick Ewing Then when he told Spike Lee to sit his ass down. I love Scotty. Nice shoes, too. That's all I gotta say. Future's wrong for how he did his wife. -wife, Ex-wife. I'm done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mike? Uh, I feel I feel, man, Scotty just, man, you know, um, just better, you know. And like he's not taking accountability for his his stuff and, and you know like how his career and legacy is and where he has where he has a problem with it. I'm like I don't think he becomes Scottie Pippen, the player that we know today, if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. And you know, Michael Jordan gave him the ultimate respect by saying, "You can't mention my name without mentioning him. He's the best team I ever had." So I don't understand. What more do you want from a player that? Of Michael's caliber, you know, what, what bigger compliment is that. So he, you know I mean I he don't gave understand.
0: Scotty enough goddamn flowers for him to start a garden.
2: Yeah, so I don't <laughs> understand uh where what you know, why he's pissed. Like everything he did was, you know, he's mad about his money situation, you know, that ain't Mike's fault. <laughs> you know, he's mad about you not getting the the respect. That you feel that you should get as a as an right. all time great player, and I mean you got that, so I don't understand. Instagram where from. famous
0: Instagram famous uh, basketball players fucking his wife, so I mean
2: that's man. Yeah, but I ain't gonna go there. I don't. Like, I don't leave that alone. <laughs> but like, man, it's, maybe he is pissed at that, you know. So, uh, I, I just wish, you know, you hate to see a, a Chicago legend, you know, like. You know his legacy take a hit because you know like i don't know i just don't understand where it's coming from i really don't my
0: biggest issue with things he said was way before this well not way before but i believe it was last year that kind of accused phil jackson of being a racist over a play where he chose to utilize tony coach over him that was he this year play. that was this year Oh, yeah, that was the two. I felt like it was a long time ago he said that. Yeah, I'm like racist, like that, man, that's extreme, like to say over a play.
2: Yeah, I don't understand where Scotty been coming from with all this, man. It just it just seemed like it's an accountability issue there on his part, and he just pointing the finger at everybody else except for himself. And I'm like, but and in my mind, you know, like Clay, correct me if I'm I feel like he's been given like the ultimate respect. as a great player. You know, so I don't understand yeah. where where he feels disrespected at.
1: He he's he's been given the respect that he's definitely been given the respect that he earned. And Michael's always been a good, you know. I never thought that him and Mike were um, like brother close, but I thought they were good friends. And Michael's been Michael's been a good friend, and he's been a good and he's been a good teammate. Like you said. Michael, first thing he said in his Hall of Fame speech, with my six championships, you always saw Scotty with me. He's the best teammate I ever had. Um, when Michael Jordan was picking his top five starting five of all time, he had Pip. He could have chosen LeBron, he could have chosen Larry Bird, he could have chosen Dr. J, any of those other great small forwards. He chose Pippen. That he 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 loves Scotty Pippen. But um Scotty Pippen with his recent uh, reaction to the last dance and his recent comments he's he's being who he's always been which is which is robin like everybody's you know when people are starting to say well pippin was upset with how he was portrayed in the last dance okay and look, I understand, like JP has alluded to a couple a couple statements in, and there's also been some personal tragedy. I understand Scotty's been going through a lot personally, but this is also a lot of this stuff is going back uh 20, 30 years. So and Scotty is like, what is Scotty? 56 years old, I believe. So he's had decades to come to terms with these feelings. Okay, so my problem. My problem with uh Scotty's fallout from the last dance, he's allowed to feel however he wants to, but look at the look at the last dance. Everybody's like, well, the last dance was made to make Jordan look like a superhero. Michael Jordan addressed the following controversies from his Bull's time uh during the last dance. In his own words, Michael Jordan addressed um he addressed not being a social activist. He addressed Republicans by sneakers too. He addressed, hey, was your retirement in 93 a secret suspension? He addressed, hey, did, what are you doing hanging around all these shady gambling people? Did your gambling potentially lead to your father's murder? Uh, he addressed Nick Anderson stealing the ball from him. He addressed um, uh, uh, his, his resentment towards Jerry Krause and the Bulls organization. He addressed a lot of the negative questions and controversies. He addressed being an asshole to his teammates, punching Steve Kerr, all of that. He didn't try to hide none of that. And you didn't have to come out of that liking him. A lot of people don't like Mike, but it is what it is. He addressed all of that. And he's being Michael Jordan. He's being quiet. He's doing his own business. He told told his side of the story. Scottie Pippen got a fraction of that. What were the things that made Scotty look bad in the last dance? Was okay, you signed a bad contract that you were told not to sign, and was told, "I'm not going to renegotiate this with you." Uh, you, were, you were you were you were you were talked about asking out of the play in '94, which you said you would do again, and and delaying foot surgery, so because you didn't want to quote fuck up your summer, so. That's that's three things. He got a fraction of that, and he's in his feelings about it. So he's reacting the way a co-star, a side an insecure sidekick would react. I mean, it is what it is. Like this is who this is who I've always thought Scottie Pippen is. This is my this has always been my opinion on Scottie Pippen. When I was younger, I always thought Scottie Pippen was underrated, you know, the all-around game, uh everything like that. And obviously his defense was never underrated. But in the recent five or six years due to a fan base that we're not going to mention on this show. The popular thing has been to, hey, let's tear down Michael Jordan's legacy and let's elevate Scottie Pippen to a place where he doesn't belong. So Scottie Pippen's actually become very overrated in the past couple of years. And, you know, Scottie's, Scotty has an inflated sense of who he was as a player. Like, I just want to, I just want to, uh, I just want to, like, like I said, I said I wasn't going to be nice uh, to Scotty in this segment. Scotty Pippen recently said, Well, Michael Jordan's flu game, is it easier to play with a bad back like Pippen did in 98, or is it easier to play with the flu? And I just want to, I just want to, I remember game six of 98 very well. Probably my favorite NBA game. Scotty Pippen had eight points and four assists. Had he balled out, we would we would say, hey, Scottie Pippen had a great bad back game. He's acting like he was Isaiah Thomas with the sprained ankle. Like, and if you're just like, if you're going to compare anything to the, look at, in and, and the flu game, Scottie Pippen was healthy, right? He, mm-hmm. went four, he went four of 13 in that game for 10 points. Michael Jordan had 38 points in a key game five with like 13 rebounds and like eight or nine assists. I'm just trying to basically remember those stats off the top of my head, including the game winner. Like okay, wow. yeah, Michael Michael shouldn't have eaten that whole pizza and given himself food poisoning, but come on, Scotty. Like, Scotty, you were you were Robin. Like to say that that I was as great a player and everything like, like. come on, Mike, you're not Michael Jordan, and nobody else is. And that's not a shot. He's literally the greatest player in the history of the NBA. If Scotty's recent attempt in the media have been to diminish Jordan's legacy, then he's failed. Because the fact that Pippen went out with a bad back and scored eight points and Jordan scored 45 over half of his team's points in that game six, including the game winner again to seal that sixth championship. Like, like, Michael Jordan had the flu and did those stats that I mentioned. 38 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. On over 50% shooting in Utah, okay? Compare that to the migraine game and I understand I've had migraines before, they fucking suck. Scotty, you had two points when you were in your physical prime in the migraine game, okay? And you can say, well, a migraine's gonna hinder you. I agree, but I remember a guy in another sport named Terrell Davis who won a Super Bowl MVP with a migraine, so like, what are we talking about here? And this is, I mean, I'm just, I'm going around the places a little bit um, Scotty Pippen, uh, they said Scotty was upset, said the 94 season should not have been covered in the last dance because Jordan wasn't there. It was a year, the last dance, anybody who watched that, it was a year-by-year year thing building up to 98. So that was the first year without Jordan. It was just a, a, And while Jordan was playing baseball. And everybody loves to bring up the 94 Bulls. They won 55 games without Jordan. They did, and they lost in the second round. And And quite frankly, that team sucked in the fourth quarter of the playoffs if you actually go back and watch because they didn't have a superstar to finish the job. Just saying. But um, yeah, I mean, it's like Scotty has an overinflated sense of himself, like with these comments, like I don't know if y'all saw this, but he said that the fact that he was chosen as a reserve in the uh, 1990 All-Star game, for example made him look like an inferior player. You know who the starter was in that All-Star game was Larry Bird, who played 75 games, averaged 24, 10 and 7. Scotty Pippen was behind guys like Charles Barkley, Dominique Wilkins and Mark Aguirre. So, you, you I mean, come on Scotty, like the night like the 96 finals where people say Gary Payton checked Michael Jordan he held him to 27 points on 40% shooting. Look what Scotty was doing in that final. Scotty averaged 15 points on 35% shooting. Scotty, you're Robin. Like, Scotty Pippen is basically Kobe Bryant from the first Lakers championship if Kobe never got better as a player. Like, Shaq did carry Kobe for that first title, um, but Kobe became a partner for the second two titles. Pippen was just perpetually more or less Kobe from the first chip. I mean, it is what it is, and he doesn't have a game four. Like, I could
2: keep going, but I just y'all have any reaction to what I've said here? I just feel like, like, like I said before, the the thing that Scotty probably have to give Mike credit for is that he don't become an all time great player without him. I mean, I think that's you know more likely. The, yep. the cause. I don't think he becomes the Scotty Pippen this great player without Michael Jordan pushing him. You know, so yeah, I mean he he, he gotta really take that on the chin and like you play with the greatest player of all time. I mean yep. I don't th- I don't think he I mean I know that's probably tough with a person that has an ego like his and we're starting to see that but I'm like dude you got you got a lot you mean you you, you made the dream team man all-star games you know uh shit like what else you uh you want out of that deal (laughs) i guess we saw a bit of
0: foreshadowing as far as the bitterness because i can think back to when someone i forgot who the analyst was uh when they first started this lebron james michael Jordan comparison as far as the goat conversation scotty kind of took the time to bring attention to himself like well, I feel like LeBron James is more like me, like you know, he didn't surpass me pretty much, he said. And um, as we know now, here in the presence, yeah, I'm present. Uh, yeah, of course, LeBron James has surpassed Scottie Pippen. Oh yeah, the writing was on the wall, and it's like he his opinions started to like like decline and go more towards the him. Automatic from him saying automatically saying Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time to him like saying a a bit less of that. He's full, he flip flops depending on the day. Except when Isaiah Thomas will say something,
1: then he will come smoke. Yeah, that has. I will say that hasn't changed. Like Scotty said, Isaiah tried to reach out to him after the last dance, and Scotty's like, "Why the fuck are you reaching out to me now?" So I'm like, he's keeping the same energy there. But, I mean, like, you know, I agree with what, like, you know, a lot of people say that with what Mike just said. I agree. Like, I don't believe in 96. Like, I don't know this for a fact. Obviously, they played most of their careers together. But based on the way Scotty was as a rookie and just kind of his trajectory, I don't think he makes that 50 greatest players in 96
2: without. at all. It took him a while. It took him a while to develop. Into the player that we know, you know, like this ain't like a Kobe. Kobe went to the All Star game. It's I think his second year in the league, (laughs) you know, coming off the bench. I mean, like he wasn't playing like that on that level. It took him some time, man, some time to to get to where we know.
1: Because you know, um, because Pippen likes to, you know, say, oh lebron plays more like like jp said but like mj averages more assist than Scottie pippen i don't know if people know that but like you know mj's build is this selfish player but he averages more assists than scotty pippen it's it's by a fraction but i'm just saying but um like yeah i mean you look at like um you know 94 like i uh, pippen i think pippen is upset that he isn't kind of looked at as like a uh, kobe bryant like Kobe Bryant for that first title was the sidekick. He was Robin for the first title, but by the second two titles, Kobe had elevated to partner status. And I've already explained on this podcast the difference between a sidekick and a partner, a partnership and Kobe elevated to partnership status and Pippen. I mean, look, I mean, I think if, if, if Scottie Pippen was a sidekick, like a Kevin McHale or a, uh, one of these other famous sidekicks in NBA history to a player that was still great but not quite as iconic first of all we might not even heard of the guy but second of all I think he would be a little less resentful but the fact that Jordan was not only the greatest player but he's this huge iconic figure he was I've said before Jordan was not a Mount Rushmore athlete Jordan's a Mount Olympus athlete like to be like to be a sidekick to a guy like that while you have an ego like Scotty does
2: that's and That's he had a different. chance to get out of his shadow. Like, you know, he, he he would have to do what Kobe did was win without Shaq or he had to win without Mike or well, to Mike. solidify whatever the hell he feels he had in comparison to with him. You know, it's like you, you mean you had a chance, he had a chance to do that, and he just wet the bed, man. Yeah, I mean to the and to the t- like
1: I, like to that, that ninety-four series against the Knicks, the Bulls sucked in the fourth quarter. And uh, Patrick Ewing thoroughly outplayed Pippen in the fourth quarters of those games. Like, I believe in the fourth quarters of those games, Scotty Pippen averaged three points on 20% shooting. In the fourth quarters of those games, Patrick Ewing averaged eight points on 60% shooting. So, like, Pippen got outplayed by Ewing. And Pippen had one year where he was the unquestioned man, right? The 55-game season. The Bulls were playing every game at their hardest. Horace made the All-Star team, BJ made the All-Star team, like the Bull, like Pippen, third in MVP voting, um, All-Star Game MVP. He was on it, right? And they didn't get the job done. They lost in double digits at home in game seven. And the very next year, when the team was not doing as well, Pippen tried to force a trade. He even made up a rumor. About Phoenix being interested, so I mean, like, like I mean, Scotty. I mean, yeah, he made up a rumor about Phoenix trading him. I haven't brought up a lot of this stuff because I do respect Scotty's Scotty Pippen for what he did on the court. But like, all right, Scotty, like you, you, you talk a lot. It forces us to re-examine your legacy. Like, y'all remember a couple weeks ago before the NBA announced their seventy-five greatest players? Isaiah Thomas was saying, well, I was the only guy on the original 50 greatest players list that won back-to-back titles without a teammate. And I said to myself, well, yes, Isaiah, but, like, why did you not win both finals MVPs? Like, why in the 89 finals with an old Kareem and an injured Magic, why was Joe Dumars a better player than you? So it forces you to go back and re-examine that kind of stuff, like when you draw attention to it. And, um, you know... I, I think a lot of this stuff caught the once the thing that really bothered me about these recent comments, though, is when Pippin says Jordan and I were never really close and I couldn't bring it to myself to offer him condolences after his father died. Like, what? what is that wow. about? Like, what is that? What the fuck? Is that? Yeah, he said that. I couldn't bring it. I couldn't, and he
2: said he regrets it, but like, yeah, that was petty. I am like. Well, why would you bring that up? I rather right, you not point, even say nothing. At
0: this <laughs> like, point, what? it's obvious that he's just he's just trying to sell a book. With yeah, me but and I'm, shit like that, yeah. like, bro, yeah, you're going too far.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that to me is the only thing that really like all this other stuff I've been talking about. That's me examining Scotty as a player, and that's who I've always thought Pippen was. But like, the when he said that, I'm just like like damn you really just put that out there like and i yeah, thought about you know, it okay.
2: personal now nah, i'm like all right man well, what did mike really do to you man <laughs> i really want to know He's right michael too hard to sell that book man right and michael
1: jordan probably never even thought about it like because like 97 michael jordan bought scottie Pippen a ferrari because his dream car he bought scottie a red ferrari because it was scottie's dream car and he was like i appreciate you so much as a teammate Michael's looked out for Scotty. According to Scotty, Michael told Scotty, don't go to Houston to play with Charles. He's not dead. Michael's always tried to look out for Scotty. And Scotty's just, you know, like I said, he's got Robin syndrome, man. It is what it is. Like, like, and this idea. And I'm just, I'm just I I I like I just really thought the whole not offering condolences after the father, intentionally not offering condolences after the father thing was fucked up. Um especially after all the time they had together, you can't even just say, man, I'm sorry about what happened. But like, okay, like this, this I'm just going to go back to him as a player one last time, okay? Um, there's this idea that, I, and we have I've shut this down on the show before, that, oh, Scotty Pippen was like a top five player during the 90s or something like that. Um, I just want to point out some things about Scottie Pippen here. Did you guys know, that Scottie Pippen has more playoff games shooting 33% or less than he had regular season games scoring 30 points. Did I know that? I'm going to say that again. Scottie Pippen had, had more playoff games shooting his number 33% or less than he did regular season games scoring 30 points. Damn. Scottie Pippen had 50 playoff games where he shot 33% or less and he scored 30 points 49 times. I'm just saying, like, Jordan... Scottie's comments have elevated Jordan more to me because I'm looking at Jordan like, okay, you really... Dang, you was playing with this, you know, emotional-ass dude who, who, who resented the fuck out of you more than we thought... Like, damn this this clearly makes Jordan the goat to me, and uh, one last and this is where I'm going to finish up on Scotty as a player, okay? Uh, and, unless we go to something else involving Scotty, like you know he's had his comments about Barkley and all these other guys in there, but um, this this is where I'm going to finish up with Scotty as a player, and Scotty Pippen, if if, if you want to say he was like the 11th or 10th best player of the 90s, I'm with you. But when it comes to the 90s, Scottie was not a top five player. From 88 to 91, Scotty did not qualify in any MVP voting. And amongst small forwards in his decades, 1992, Chris Mullin finished over Scottie Pippen in the MVP voting, sixth place to ninth place. And I'm only bringing up MVP voting because people love to bring up the fact that Scotty was third place in 1994. So that's where I'm coming with this. 93, Dominique finished fifth in MVP voting. Scotty did not qualify. 94, as I just said, Pippen finished third. 95, Pippen finished seventh. So he was the best amongst uh, amongst uh, small forwards uh, in 94, 95, 96. Uh, 96, he finished fifth. Then in 97, he finished third uh, in. M- no, I'm sorry, he finished 11th in MVP voting while Grant Hill finished third. And in 98, Grant Hill finished ninth while Scotty finished 10th. So. um it is what it is about Scotty. Scotty' legacy as a player is what it is. I think he's accurately remembered as Robin. I think he's become a little bit overrated over the past few years. And um, like I said, I hope he finds peace in his personal life. I know he's been through some things, and we sympathize with that. But um, Scotty, uh, you've had decades to come to terms with some of these feelings again like you're with this book ironically he's doing again what people have always accused him of I would be impressed with this press run if he didn't mention Michael Jordan like to a minimum if he just said hey I grew up in Arkansas here's my story this is brothers this is this but with this book he's doing what people have always accused him of doing and that's basically riding off of Jordan's coattails again Jordan just quiet enjoying his billions of dollars Jordan's Jordan quiet
0: with so, that being uh, said, I would yeah. I'm i'm gonna cap off my uh scotty thoughts with saying uh i was gonna buy the book and support but uh, you know it feels like the hype around it is surrounded by him hating on michael jordan so i have no interest in reading it and scotty you waited a bit too long to get in your dick grayson bag and try to transition from robin to nightwing and you need to go sit the fuck down somewhere
1: yep and he got his bag from houston like I mean, I just I don't know like Scotty should be happier in life than he is. He's he's an overachiever in life. Just by making it to the NBA, you're an overachiever quite frankly because of the statistics. He's he's a, he's a he's a tall, good-looking guy with a great voice. He should be narrating movies. Uh according to Madonna, he's got a huge one down there. Like Scotty, come on, man. Like like Scotty, come on. You 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 you're better than this.
0: After this dies down, I mean, we might not hear anything until it's either something Michael Jordan related or fuck around in here. Lamelo Ball is dating his ex-wife or some shit. So it's, man, I hate to see it, man, but it is what it is. I mean, and, yeah, I, he, he, did t-
1: he did have some sweet-ass shoes, though, like you said earlier. Those shoes were nice.
0: Oh yeah, I'm still, I still might. Buy a pair of Scotties but that book I'm not fucking with
1: Mike do you yeah. have anything else
2: Mike do you have anything else you wanted to say uh, about Scotty? and I just hate that it kind of he forces us to speak negative on him and ain't you know, and shouldn't be the case and it's not due to a bias right towards MJ it's just I really don't understand where it's coming from because it was so long ago right
1: can you I mean could you imagine can you imagine Clay Thompson coming out and saying some shit like this 30 years from now about Steph Curry like nah, Clay seem at, like Clay seem at peace I just I just don't see any other co-star in NBA history acting this way in my opinion but it is what
0: it is hmm. I don't want to mention a certain player so I'll just move on
1: there
0: you go with that being said uh aaron Rodgers been seeing a lot of his name in the media lately and that's because he uh ended up testing positive for COVID 19. man a lot of people came for him with the smoke you know the whole mob mentality thing is going around with people uh coming down hard on those that refuse to get vaccinated and um I, yeah. say, I, I got the two fucking uh, shots. You both have gotten the shots or whatever. Nobody's anti vax anything. Put that disclaimer out there, whatever. Shove the needle up your ass if you want. If you don't, that's your choice. I don't give a fuck. Um, <clears throat> so basically, Aaron Rodgers did research on the vaccines and he hit his reasons for not getting it is because he's actually allergic to one of the ingredients. And um, <clears throat> the most popular vaccine, which is the Pfizer. And uh, yep. he he doesn't want to fuck with the Johnson and Johnson due to the blood clots uh, incidents that occurred. And, um, you know, so, I mean, he has very reason for not getting it. It's, it's not a political stance. It's not a, you know, him taking a Kyrie type of stance. So it is what it is. But people are coming down on him hard. There's people calling for him to be suspended. There's people calling for him him to be kicked out of the league. Uh, Your thoughts on this whole Aaron Rodgers situation. And also, I want to point out, too, that um, was it Jay Williams that came at Stephen A's head?
2: Like, oh, you're not coming with the smoke for Aaron Rodgers like you did with Kyrie and yeah, that that was so entertaining for me. I like I like TK, you know, like shit cuz cuz he uh, Jay said he was like it's it's like you, like Stephen, you got a point, but it's how you you come at these players versus every other player that be having the same problem. So, you yelling and screaming at Kyrie calling him man, you know, stupid or whatever, he I, you know, it comes off as 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 wrong how he be presenting it. So, Jay called him out on that.
1: Well, my, issue, my issue with that Jay Williams segment, like, yeah, I've been very critical of Jay Williams as an analyst. And he was right about Stephen A using a different tone for Kyrie and Aaron Rodgers. But, Jay Williams, you, you know better than anybody else. Like, you're going to be selectively. Stephen A is a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. Stephen A has probably been the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan in the media. So, of course, he's not going to come at him with like the same. If, if Kyrie Irving had chosen the New York Knicks instead of the Nets, Stephen A. Smith would not have been coming at him with nearly the same energy. It is what it is. We know these media types are biased. And Stephen A. Smith loves Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, he's going to be like, yeah, he's a liar and he should be suspended. But he's going to say it a different way. But, like, Jay Williams, like, you're the guy who walked off set when Max Kellerman said Kawhi Leonard was more clutch than Kobe. You wouldn't have done that if if Max Kellerman would have said <laughs> that. You wouldn't have. You would have walked off set if, if Max Kellerman would have said, hey, Kawhi Leonard is more clutch than <laughs> Steph or Dame or... Some other player. So Jay Williams knows. Uh, looks like there's somebody joining us. But uh, Jay Williams knows about being biased in the media. So I, that segment rang very hollow to me. Uh, but this is Jay Williams, he—I mean, I've, I've been critical of him as an analyst before. Uh, but as far as Aaron Rodgers himself, um, look, the dude was the dude was deceptive as well. I mean, he—you um, know. I've been immunized. And then I love the Pat McAfee show, by the way. I look forward to the Aaron Rodgers interviews all the time on there. A shout out to Pat McAfee. That's my guy right there. But um, Aaron Rodgers, there was some, there was a few things that he said that I liked, but for the most part, he did not come off well in those interviews as soon as he said i consulted with joe rogan i said oh fuck here we go he uh,
0: elaborated on that one a bit more because joe rogan does a great job of explaining why he goes about yeah. you know dealing with the way the way he does he absolutely like ether a doctor like in a yeah. polite respectful way a doctor from cnn uh, he brought him on the show and he and he absolutely beat that doctor in that debate Involved in the vaccine, so check yeah.
1: that out if y'all have it. But I no. saw I saw that interview. Like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan can be a smart guy, but as soon as Aaron Rodgers, like all the talking he said, but as soon as he said the words, I consulted with my good Joe Rogan. I'm just
0: like, oh fuck, that's not going to go over well. Like bro, and, you gotta um, pray, you gotta yeah the words wisely, especially when it, with a touchy subject like that.
1: Um, and my thing about Aaron Rodgers is, um I, I think I you know I was. I think I would have fined him a little bit more like the NBA NFL finds players more for like having their socks on wrong. So he should have been fined a little more. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, like there's, there's prominent unvaccinated players in the NFL who don't want to get the jab who, and I'm fine with that, um, who they don't want to get the jab, but they follow the rules. Lamar Jackson, Kirk Cousins, um, uh, the, uh, I cannot remember the other guy's name, but you know, Aaron Rodgers ain't the only player that don't, that that doesn't have the jab. And, um, you know, I, you know, the fact that he wasn't following the rules, I mean, like, bro, you wouldn't follow the rules. It is what it is. Like, I, do I think, am I going to give him a big shit show for it? And I mean, no, I just don't, I mean, I respect his talent. I don't really pay that much attention to him uh, outside of that, but it's just kind of like, all right, Aaron, I mean, you, you chose to break the rules it is what it is the Packers organization got fined as they should have um you were not wearing your mask uh with the reporters and you were going to shake players hands and everything like that after the game and look I, I look it is what it is like we don't have to go into the whole COVID debate but I mean um am am, am, am I like upset at Aaron Rodgers? no but you they have rules in place you broke them
0: all right well hey, sorry tough bro he, he cashed out me some bitcoins. so he's okay with me can i oh, ask yeah. you a question okay. clay can i ask um, you a
3: question clay so yes if, uh so my biggest thing is about that situation do you think it's a privilege and i'm not gonna say that because i know the type of show we're on right now do you think it's some type of a slight privilege because this just me i don't know if it was said before i joined but i just think if it was a cam Newton. Um, I think if it was a Lamar Jackson or somebody that would have pulled a situation like that, I think they would have made a bigger shit show about it. That's just my opinion, nobody else's. But I think, me personally, I think it may be privilege if you ask me. I what do think, you think about that.
0: I think if it was, I said there's a popularity privilege. Yes, that I I,
3: think... I, that, that's why I say privilege instead of saying the racial thing because, again, you're yeah. right, it's a popularity pri- privilege. You said it's. Perfectly,
1: Jake. I think, I think, I think if it was a Cam Newton, given what he's been through over the past couple of years, because like, it depends on the player. If it was a Cam Newton, depending how the last, seeing as how the last couple of years have gone from him, it definitely would have been a bigger issue if it was a Cam Newton, because it's just like, bro, you're trying. To, but if it was a Lamar Jackson, it probably would have been even less of a big deal. Like Aaron Rodgers is the reigning MVP. He is considered at the a top three quarterback in the league. So maybe of was, all
0: time.
1: Yeah, I mean he's up there. So I mean, but if it was Aaron Rodgers, if if it was Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers, I actually think it would have been probably less of a deal, because I don't think Lamar, uh, I I don't think Lamar would have. Um, first of all, I don't. He wouldn't have done the Pat McAfee interview, and I think he would have just owned up to it. So I mean, Aaron, we. I mean, look and Sharp and all these guys talk about how Aaron Rodgers is. I don't know Aaron personally. These guys interact with him. But the words you hear about Aaron Rodgers more than anything are arrogant, egotistical, smug, condescending, thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. So it's going to be a bigger deal with him. So, um, I mean, I just think with somebody like a Lamar Jackson who is generally liked but isn't like super-duper-duper-duper-duper-duper duper, 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 duper popular just yet, he will be. Um, I think if, if, if this was him... I think yeah, it would kind of be a deal, but then it would just it wouldn't have even been a talking point. And Aaron Rodgers has the benefit of the fact that he made all this shit broke out later in the week. Then he did his interview on a Friday, and then the sports shows couldn't react to it the very next day on Saturday and Sunday. But yeah, that I'll that's be honest, my
0: though, man. If it was like Antonio Brown, they would have hung his ass.
1: Absolutely. I mean it's Antonio Brown. <laughs> that's what I'm saying that,
0: that's why I feel like it was privileged
3: man like cause, come on man I just can't nah dog I can't see that man because the thing about it is long story short when you see a person like an A-Rod and I'm and this is why I say he's privileged man this dude you know with all the shit that's going on even though he was John Wick he had the gun to the you know he had the gun at the Halloween party and he could do basically whatever the fuck he wants you know what I mean and nobody's gonna say shit to him about it, it's a slap on the wrist. I just think that if, you know, again, if it was another uh, quarterback that everybody, you know, might have had an issue with, they most definitely would have, or even a receiver or anybody or any star, they would have tried to make some type of embarrassment out of them or make an example out of them. Fuck around and find them, spend about 10 games, all type of stupid shit, man.
0: So hey, wait, let um, me give you an introduction. This is uh, Coach Lee from the Illinois Vikings. Welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Also, yeah, yeah, most definitely. I appreciate it. Yes, but um, <clears throat> we've all worked in professional environments, and you know how the It's the same thing applies no matter what level of the profession it is. I mean, a fuck-up is more likely to be more penalized than somebody who's the bread and butter of the guy in the company. Yep, absolutely.
1: And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, and the Packers, like let's not forget the Packers knew and um, the like I, I'm guessing the, um, the NFL knew. So, I mean, they, they, they're, they're culpable in this as well. The Packers knew and they got Packers got fined, but the NFL knew and the Packers knew. But like I said before, I mean, when you are an Aaron Rodgers to your organization. Um, yeah. I mean, the organ is just on the organizational level and even on the league level, like, yeah, they're going to look out for you. Like I said, I think if, if it would have been a Cam Newton, yeah, it would have been a bigger deal because, you know, he's, he's, he, well, and we'll get to him later, but he, we see how his history has been in the league over the past couple of years. He's on a team, not on a team, in the league, not in the league. Lamar Jackson, given his personality, I think it would have even been less of a deal right. if it had come out. Um, you know, the only way, the only person with, an anti Rogers personality where it would have been a bigger deal would have been if it was, if this was Tom Brady, right? If this was Tom Brady, oh my goodness, this would have been a total shit show. But, um, you know, like I said, when you're the bread and butter of your organization, when you are the man, I mean, like the old saying goes, um, you make exceptions for exceptional people. And, um, Aaron Rodgers is an exceptional talent. He is, he's the reigning MVP. He's a three-time MVP. We know how gifted he is. And, uh, you know, it, it it is what it is like a, a, the organization is going to look out for their quarterback if he don't if 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 he had taken a similar stance if Brady had taken a similar stance if Patrick Mahomes even though they're not playing great this year had taken a similar stance like it just would have been what it was you know
3: can and, can, I, can I say something
1: go ahead Pat
3: Mahomes brother ain't shit and he's a fucking <laughs> douchebag uh you go back to what you were saying man
1: uh yeah <laughs> I saw a meme the other yesterday, I think it was it said the reason Patrick Mahomes ain't playing up to par is cause he don't want his brothers to be a brother to embarrass him on TikTok.
0: Dude, I don't fuck even it. like that dude's face. Like the fucking shit show. He, he he fucking
3: danced on Sean Taylor's memorial, man. I don't wanna get out subject, but he's a fucking douchebag. I don't give a fuck if you apologize, bro. You knew what the fucking intentions was, bro. They had a whole gate. Uh, like the little chain gate that you do for people When they pass He actually yeah. hopped over the fucking gate And did that little weak ass dance TikTok dance On uh, that Sean Taylor uh, number On the Diaz retirement man Like I would have Dog I ain't gonna lie Just a lot Just disrespect I cut his ass off about was Pat Mahomes man Cause he's fucking embarrassing bro And his brand dog He most definitely is I, I feel like I think know. he got the 100 mil You feel me like I hate it
1: yeah, that was that that the shot yeah I forget the, the I even forgot about the Sean Taylor thing that was that wasn't cool
0: man yeah, yeah that's that just
3: not cool. cool at all bro like he apologized about it but you know I don't want to knock y'all off y'all subject man but yeah but that that we that, actually that, get that, ready that. to
0: segue into um, yeah I'm new topic woo we back Superman so it, it's. For me, all I have to say about it, it's nice to see him back with the Carolina Panthers. A lot of people say, oh, he's back where he started. What the fuck? But, I mean, he never wanted to leave. And yeah. I'm sure the owner and the organization regrets letting him go after the shit show that occurred with them not being able to replace him at quarterback the way they would like. So,
3: Yeah. He yeah, has – uh, have you ever saw Cam Newton's, um videography? He has his own channel. It's not po, well, it's not actually podcasting, but he has a couple of visuals where he does cigar smoking, he interviews people. He also got a couple of YouTube, uh, his YouTube channel is pretty hot, and it's just showing him working, being a dad, uh, the different shit that he's going through during the pandemic. It's pretty good if uh, if uh, if you're just asking. But uh, Cam Newton actually put in a lot of work. He just recently posted a video um, in the Bahamas with Julio Jones. It was pretty dope. He was basically talking about. You know, uh the things that he goes through and uh the things that he has to meditate on to keep himself focused and always being ready for his number to be called and Carolina Panthers gave him that call. So that's it's gonna be great to see.
1: Um yeah, I don't have I don't have too much to add. Uh it's it, it you know, it was it was a shame how that whole thing ended in the first place and the way he's been bounced around just to kind of you know, like the Thanos thing Like with the Carolina Panthers, you know You mm-hmm. couldn't live on failure, where did it lead you? Right back to me, so it was just kind of like But it's good to see, it is good
0: It's going to be good to see him back there um, Absolutely So something I, interesting I, about his return is that He turned yeah. down offers from The Houston Texans And the Seattle Seahawks Oh I wow. can't. Blam, I can't blame him
1: I, the, the Seahawks want him. he probably don't want to be a, He just probably don't want to be a backup Right. Because when when Russell Wilson comes back, that's pretty much a guarantee that he's going to be a backup. Um, yeah. In the case of Carolina, that job's open. But Houston, I can't blame him for that one. That you look at what's happening with Deshaun Watson, you look how that organization has gone over the past couple of years. Like, yeah. nah, I can't blame him for that one, but
0: you it's going to be, be good.
1: Right. Because you know, hey, Cam might be. with you know, Cam might be like, hey, y'all gonna hit me with some allegations next if I want to leave? Like, what's up with this? Right. But um. Uh, no, it's um, and hey, Denver, uh, we'll take we'll, whenever Deshaun gets out of there. If he gets out of there, uh, send him our way. We'll uh, we'll take it. Yeah. but um, uh, in the case of Cam, I, I don't have too much to add. It's going to be good to see him in uh, Carolina where it all started, and uh, hope I hope I hope he has a good run. I mean, it's you know, a league MVP shouldn't I, I, I at least hope he can end his career somewhat on his terms, like not everybody gets the John Elway you know stood off of back to back rings or anything like that but you know it we want to see an mvp go out the right way you know right. and uh, hopefully hopefully he has a good end to his career and um he's taken a lot of hits a lot of damage but you know he's worked on himself he's worked on his game he's he's gotten more mature i wish him the best
3: he um uh, the the rumor is uh, he might switch his number jersey number to number 2 going back to his college number where he won a national championship at Auburn. Uh, yeah. Call, uh, calling this, this time, the second coming. So he might be switching his number to number two, back to the, the cam that we fell in love with at Auburn. Right. Oh, so that, that's going to be pretty dope. Also, they gave him a 10, a $10 million contract with 4.5 million guaranteed. So that's, that's number of respect right there, man. Going from that New England Patriot, the, the veterans minimum, you know, just one meal, yeah. one year, one meal to 10 mil guaranteed 4.5. That's all respect right there. Now, the thing oh, yeah. is, that's a one year deal. So no matter what, he checked, you know what I mean? Like, that's out of respect. So basically, this is a trial run, man. Let's see how this works. Defense season off. Let's put him on a two year deal because I know he's humble. And let's do what we need to do. Um, and I know McCaffrey should be back in no time. And a couple of those guys, man, working with Cam, you know, they uh they they interviewed uh, who did they? I was watching. I think uh, Stephen A. Smith. I forgot who yeah. I was watching, but they was talking about how the locker room was excited to see Cam back in the building. And then they showed Cam Newton ride right around uh, on a on a damn dirt bike around a facility. I'm back, smiling. You could just see the glow in him. Like, hey, I'm back home. You could just right. see the glow, man. So it's going to be great to see.
1: Absolutely. That's good. But, yeah, um, you know, the Panthers are one of those teams that started off really hot. And quite frankly, what I'm what I'm you know, I don't I didn't like that they added the 17th game. But what I'm liking about this NFL season right now, there is not a clear cut number one team right now, just because had a bad loss and everybody's. It's week ten. Everybody's had a bad loss. Now we know who the who the good teams are. We know who the bad teams are. But it's just kind of like, you know, um, like the Rams. A lot of people say the Rams. They just added Odell Beckham Jr. because that was just not working in Cleveland. Um, I've enjoyed this. I've Let's enjoyed a lot take of. Take a this dive time into time. that. Yeah, oh, I've enjoyed that's a lot a of. Huge time deal, time. Actually. Say that again. I'm sorry.
0: That's that's actually a pretty pretty huge deal.
1: Odell, if it is, it is. I, I, if if he's a semblance of the old Odell from, because he has taken a lot of hits, he's been injured a few times, so we don't know what he's gonna look like. But you know what? We know that he's not gonna be the only target on this team, and and everything like that. So Matt Stafford, you got another weapon, Matt. Like I know Matt Stafford's having fun. I know Matt Stafford's thinking, so damn, I should have left Detroit when Megatron did, <laughs> because you know. <laughs> Like, this motherfucker's talking about, they talking about me in the MVP conversation now? Holy right. shit, we might have Super Bowl. Fuck, I should have been... Like, Matt Stafford was basically like, uh, basically kind of doing what Kevin Garnett was doing all those years in Minnesota. Like, I know KG says to himself, damn, I should have left for Boston in 2002 and gotten the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> man, I know Matt Stafford is loving this. So, yeah, and so the Rams...
0: You, let me ask y'all this. Why do you think um, Baker Mayfield... And Odell Beckham Jr. was such a huge, turned out to be a huge failure. Uh, I think Baker
2: wow. wasn't a, was a good quarterback. <laughs> no chemistry. Yeah.
1: So, so, so Baker's. Thing. Oh, yeah. I was going to say quickly Baker, Baker's a. Compared to his peers, he's not great. Like when you compare him to Lamar and Mahomes and the guys he's the same age range with, yeah, he looks average. He's a good quarterback, but him and Odell, the chemistry just wasn't there. And And Odell was injured, too. Yeah, Odell was injured. And you look at Baker, uh, I don't know. It's just – the the narrative is he seems to work better with, like, less expectations and with, like, not having Odell on the field, where it's just like, okay, I can spread the ball a little bit more, and he's not as Odell conscious. But a
3: lot of people understand is, like, the Cleveland Browns actually have a great run game. And the thing about it is Odell – Hey, dog, you're not getting the fucking ball a hundred times, dog. This shit is not right. even the my boy. Like, me me breaking down film on Baker Mayfield, even when he was in college, look at Jalen Hurts, same thing with him when they were at Oklahoma. These guys are spread quarterbacks, but understand, they're designed to move the ball with everybody, not just one particular person. And don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I saw the video, Odell' Dad released. Odell was wide open a hundred fucking times, and this guy just didn't throw the ball, which is ridiculous. But... Yeah. You know, I, I can not defend the Cleveland Browns on wins and losses. Hey, they don't play defense. These guys still gotta play defense as well for the offense to produce at the same time. Also, running the ball helps as well to develop the pass. If you can't run the ball properly, you have to understand it's about getting the first downs. Hey, I understand dare you open. And hey, don't get me wrong, he the line he cause see with a quarterback, he has three seconds to throw the ball some of those passes that Odell wanted the ball thrown to him. Fucking linebackers and DNs were in his face. Well, you, it, It's different, because a lot of people could say, I can do this, I can do that at quarterback. Until you actually do the job, that shit is not easy. It is not. And you just want to just focus on this one receiver. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's yep. why... That's why you see rookies like Justin Fields. Justin Fields throw to everybody. You think, and I don't want to just throw off the subject, but I'm using Magic as a prime example. We know Allen Robinson in Chicago is our number one, but Mooney gets uh, uh, receptions. Goodwin gets uh, receptions. Hell, every week is a new tight end scored a touchdown for the Bears, and I don't even know their goddamn names because this quarterback (laughs) is throwing the ball to everybody. We're not focusing on just Allen Robinson, we're throwing to everybody. So uh, Odell, even though he's in LA, he still is going to have that, I want the ball, I want the – it's not going to work. Cooper Cup, go. Lead the lead the league and rece- – uh, yeah, I don't know if a reception or receiver this year. Uh, you got Robert Woods. That's going to get money as well. Odell, you're going to be a 300-yard, 400-yard season receiver now. Over here yep. with L.A., you got to be a role player. If you're not a team player, Odell, this L.A. shit is not going to work for you.
1: Well, and I hope – I- I hope Odell has fun in L.A. because that seems like more the market for him. He chose to go there. Absolutely. Um, he he. So hopefully, if he enjoys being a good football wide receiver, living in Los Angeles, right. living that lifestyle, then I think World he should player. be happy. I think he should be happy.
0: Well, but going I see back, that some people say that LeBron might have talked to him too. He did.
1: but uh, but just going back to Baker <laughs> for one second, I just want to say this about Baker. Um, two things about baker one uh, if the browns continue if if um if if they don't make the playoffs this year baker going to cost himself some money because he didn't get that extension but uh second thing i want to say about uh baker is um he was the number one pick but you know the same way that we talk about the offensive game in the nba being so loaded now where there's so many 20 point per game scores now because the rules allow it and um everything like that. I just want to say, it's kind of the same with the quarterbacks in the NFL. Like I think in 1990, Warren Moon was the only quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards. Now that's like commonplace. Like 3,000 yards is whatever. So, like, we we don't. There's not a true gauge of who the best quarterbacks. Are right now so it it is it is possible that people kind of overrated Baker Mayfield and other quarterbacks quite frankly because when you're comparing it to like a couple years ago James Winston threw for 5,000 yards 30 touchdowns but also 30 interceptions like this is just the state of quarterbacks in the NFL now it's such a jumbled there was one like I said there was one 4,000 yard thrower in the 1990 season Last year there was like sixteen or seventeen. That's the league now. So yeah. And um, so it's it's it's, it's
3: a spread league now. They don't run the ball like they used to back in the
1: day. Exactly. So it's just Baker's playing. You you can only compare him, I guess, to his peers, to his youngest peers, to an extent, like the Lamar, Mahomes, um, uh, who else is Baker's age? Uh, you know.
3: This is, why, uh, this is why Ryan Tannehill is so successful with Tennessee.
1: I, yeah, Tennessee is a Tennessee is a weird Tennessee is an interesting team. Like they're yeah. still number one in the conference, they, but just like,
3: but, the, but the the theory that you just said that's the reason why Tennessee is where they are at now. Yeah, yep. we know Tannehill can throw for four thousand, but when we get on yep. goal line, we're not going fucking five wide. Yeah, this motherfucker.
1: Old, <laughs> King episode, Henry.
3: Still got coaching skill. Doing the goddamn Pete Carroll, I don't yeah. get it.
1: Oh, De- wondering De- why they're
3: losing games.
1: Derrick Henry, please get better soon. We we miss you on the field. Please get better, Derrick
0: Henry.
3: AP <laughs> did a good job though.
1: Yeah, Adrian Peterson out
3: there.
0: Yeah, he did. I was shocked to see that. <laughs> he had a couple
1: of moves.
3: He had a couple of moves. Uh, it was.
1: Yeah. It but was- um, but yeah, I mean that's the 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 surprise of the NFL season so far to me has been the Chiefs. Um. Yeah. The Chiefs have been a disappointment. The Browns have been a disappointment. Um, the uh, the Cowboys have, were. Uh, I know we. I know we. The Broncos just put it down on them this past weekend. But the Cowboys before that were a nice little surprise there. And uh, I wasn't expecting them to start off as well as they have. The Cardinals have been a surprise. Um, it's it's been an interesting season. I'm enjoying the season. Man, crazy. Yes.
3: When JJ Watt first went to Arizona Cardinals, I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" But now I see why. Yep. It was a very smart move. Very smart move.
0: Either way, he's hurt as usual. So. Oh man, that's tough, man. That's
3: tough. I get it though, man. But then but I'm that, glad to see
0: Murray balling perhaps. out, man. Especially with so many people with doubts due to his height. Yes, he's going
1: crazy. Well, I've said this before about Kyler Murray. Like, he's obviously talented, but even his height has bothered me. You ever seen – if anybody's watched – go watch Kyler Murray scramble on the field. He looks like a little kid that's running from his parents whooping, man. Like,
2: I knew that he was
1: short at Oklahoma. I knew he was short at Oklahoma, but, like, on the NFL field, he looked short. Yeah, he's but you know, he has been balling out, no question. He might get himself an MVP this year, either him, Brady, or Stafford, somebody. So that's up for grabs too. So, um, hey man, I, I, you, uh, it's been a it's been a damn fun season so far, and uh, I wasn't crazy about the 17th game, still not, but um, yeah. i I like how it's going so far. It's been a good season.
3: I, I'm I'm a little confused. Me personally. Only thing, only team that disappointed me. I know you saw my team is disappointing. I think the Raiders really disappointed me. It is not even the off the field issues. It's just yeah. you know with the pieces that they have and and David Carr. Like, are you guys still going to? I feel like Tom Brady. Like, you pick me over. You pick that motherfucker over me. Like for real. Like, <laughs> you still trusting David fucking Carr? Like, man, you deserve it's everything that happened to you guys. David Carr needs the hell out of that dog.
1: It ain't looking good. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Like I said, the rate Yeah. That AFC West <laughs> has been a surprise. I'm, I'm happy to see my Broncos doing well in the division. But like, look at ju- look, like, look at how people was talking about Justin Herbert three weeks ago. Like people say, man, Justin Herbert might actually be the best young quarterback in football. Now he's been knocked down a few pegs. Like uh-huh. these teams are having bad luck. Like what the fuck? Like Josh Allen was the runner up, was the. MVP favorite, and then they only put up six points against the Jags, like, there's some of these games going on that these weeks make no sense in the like, NFL. Last
3: night, but, I, I played my fan duel fucking Miami beats uh, Baltimore. And yes. like, no, they ran that cover zero defense. Lamar Jackson got blitzed over 24 times last night. You done defense get paid. my point. Yo, this is the recipe to beat the Baltimore Bro. right
0: now. How you? I saw everything. people like. Come on, dog. I was at work so when I wasn't able to watch the game, but I saw so many people complaining about the Ravens versus Dolphins game. Like, what the fuck? Like, one person said, "Like, what would be better than watching this game? Like, getting ran over by a steamroller or hanging yourself." And I'm like, "Damn!" And the score was <laughs> like three to six for the most part, but then I see, I guess Miami had like an eruption or something, and the they, score they, they ended up scoring. They yeah, they benched Jacoby
3: Brissett and Tug of a low has a broke finger. And he yeah. came in with, with the broke finger and went off.
0: Well, I'm glad this game happened later and uh, Lamar, you know, shut Stephen A and all the haters up before this shit happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, li- I, li- I like Lamar. But like I said, this goes just to the depth of off- the way the offense is played in the quarterback position. One week, you know, you might say Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Lamar, Justin Herbert, Brady. And you still got the old guys mixing there. Brady, Rodgers. Like, this is just... Right, yeah. right, now, right now. Russell Wilson, you know. Yeah. Like, Russell Wilson's never even gotten an MVP vote. That tells you how deep this quarterback thing is. Like, it's just... um, It just is what it is, man. It's, it's a different It's I, a different world right now in the quarterback position. Like I
3: think, I think Aaron Rodgers... I think Aaron Rodgers is number one right now.
0: From a Bills fan, uh, unfortunately, I think he's number well, one. But you know what, they might, you know, play the politics card on that and make sure he doesn't get that MVP to represent them. Cause I'm no, he, at- not, he, not, he ain't winning no damn MVP. He calls himself the MVP. I, I, he I'm ain't looking, winning no damn MVP. You see how they did Kyrie. They, they, at first they had him on that, that list. The um the all time greats or whatever the fuck that list was called yeah the, the I don't I don't
1: they think off. they did I think that was just I I saw that I think that was just the Nets page like trying to push for it I don't think Kyrie was ever on the seventy five list I think that's just something that people misunderstood
0: but Kyrie, Kyrie didn't make that list he didn't yeah yeah should, I don't he should have been with some of the names on there he should have been on there though
1: no but um I'll
0: try to see why but, Darius Miles didn't make it. No, I'm fucking with y'all, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck what kind of I'm fucking with y'all, that? man. I'm fucking with y'all, dog. He's I'm on to let for a fucking fraud and health insurance list. <laughs> yeah, he made but, that uh, list, shit. But I, just,
1: but I I don't know if y'all did a podcast episode on the NBA 75. I just wanted to say quickly, um, I haven't been able to say it on podcast form, but the fact that Dwight Howard was not on that 75 uh, list is an embarrassment and uh, to me that's that's to me that's even worse than when they left Dominique off the 50 list in 96 like Dwight Howard is one of the 50 greatest players in basketball he's not even a borderline 75 player like Dwight Howard should have been on that list so um, I know huh. he's whatever reason he's unpopular in the league I know a lot of people don't like him for whatever reason but uh, yeah Dwight Howard should have been on that list easily so
2: uh, yeah I thought that was my good I thought him and Clay Thompson should have been on
0: there for sure. Most definitely, like, I think what tarnished the White's legacy is that he transitioned into um, being a role player a bit too early. And <laughs> People
1: make the case that if he would have retired in 2015, that he would have just made the list clearly. But I'm just like, well, yeah, but you don't just, like all the all NBAs, the fact this guy was a three
2: time defensive player of the year. All yeah, the yeah, blocks, yeah. the blocks, leader, the it's rebound like, It's leader. like we, we can, you can't forget what he's done, Just right? Like, <laughs> because he's on different teams, I and mean, like he did, he the was, work already. He was the best player, averaging
1: over twenty points per. He was a, there was a stretch where he was considered a top three player in the league. He was a he was the leader of that Orlando team that consistently made deep playoff runs and made an NBA Finals, uh, and lost to the best Finals version of Kobe Bryant there's no shame in that of course and I mean come on man like is it because Shaq has had has been picking on him for a decade and Kobe called him soft at one time is that why Dwight didn't make the list like that just didn't make
3: blackball because of Kobe no disrespect
1: I mean Mm -hmm. like Dwight not making the 75 was an embarrassment Um, but that was that was just my issue on that Um, outside of that the NBA season's been been damn good to me
3: yeah, the Bulls. Especially are watching the
1: Bulls. Yep. Yes, sir, y'all right might, y'all might have baby.
0: something.
1: There. Y'all uh, might man. have something there. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I want Lonzo to be a little more consistent, but y'all might have something there.
0: Most definitely. And hey, guess what? In the top, in the top five players that average the most scoring points right now, we got two of them: Zach Levine and my boy DeMar
3: DeRozan. I went to the Brooklyn game last week, man, and. I ain't gonna lie, you know. I was out the, you know. It's the same whenever I go to a, a Brooklyn game, they lose, so I'm gonna stop one of Brooklyn games, man. But,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> why are you looking for him? Yeah, a, in a man. Man, I,
3: I, I, I get you, but you ain't gonna stop me from watching my favorite player, Kevin Durant. But, um, anyway, yeah, so the thing is, me watching Zach Levine lot, this is my first time ever experiencing the Bulls game and watching the new Bulls, you know what I mean? And yeah, I I, I, I would be on a podcast first. I'm gonna say is. I fucking laughed when the Bulls went and got Caruso. That boy Caruso was a dog. I'm I'ma be honest. Caruso yep. be out there balling. You know what I'm saying? When I see those guys and the way that they're playing ball, that the energy, the feel, just you could just tell the vibe is different when you touch the United Center now. I'm like, damn, yep. I ain't felt no vibe like this since the, the the Derrick Rose era. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like these guys are playing ball. Uh the young boy, uh, Io from um, Morgan Park High School, number 12, mm-hmm. went to Illinois. Man, he and that joint ball, his whole high school was in there. It just gave you that Chicago feel. The great thing about the game, watching Lonzo, watching everybody has a backstory that's on that team right now. So it's like they're not playing because uh, uh, it's like they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. You would have thought that was a playoff-style basketball game when they played Brooklyn. When Brooklyn was up and they dropped 42 points on them in the fourth, in quarter. A, in the
0: fourth quarter. bro. Yeah. Like, yep. was, it was, was amazing to
3: see. Even, even, oh, uh, yeah, Marcus Jordan, I know your ass here too. Oh, he was, LeBron, secretly. Man. Marcus was
0: secretly at the Bulls game. secretly the day. at the Bulls game. That up motherfucker, bro. He had so good seats. I'm like, nigga, you had damn near floor seats at the Bulls game. At the Bulls game. For a person that don't like the Bulls, you
3: had floor seats. So, I'm just saying. I saw your yeah, story, man. man. So I'm just saying the bedwagon trans just started.
1: Well, and I want to say this. Um, I was talking to I I can't remember which game, but actually I talked to JP and I said, looking at the energy of the team and the crowd and everything like that, like this feel like the madhouse again. Like this feel like like that United Center. So, um, like I said, y'all. I just want to say
0: before you get to your take, um, they have like like I was telling Torrance from the groups they have some of the best chemistry that I've ever seen in basketball period yep they look like I'll say I'll compare them they look play already I'll say I, w- I would compare them offensively how they look as far as chemistry to back when Phoenix was in their prime with Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire and um Sean yeah. Marion and all them even though they all their defense sucked, so I can't compare them outright I- but I just pray just no ones are
1: runs, yeah.
0: I, I just pray nobody get hurt, man, because they, they can make a run with it with this group they got. Well vuva has got just caught COVID, I believe. So get well yeah. soon, bring your ass back. They, they'll ball be rolling.
1: But yeah, y'all might y'all might have something in Chicago. And as the uh as the Denver guy in this group, I just want to say Nikola Jokic, um uh hip checking aside, uh this dude is fucking balling this year again. Like, oh yeah, and he's not, a monster. He's he's leading us in every category. His per is off the fucking charts, and there's no Jamal Murray again. Uh, he might he might be in position for another back to back MVP because not now. He what people always said about him? Well, the defense sucks. Dude is second in defensive rating this year. I know it's early,
0: but hey, I'll, then, I'll, I'll be one thousand if dokic n- was black. And if even Fubučić was black, they would be stars right now. Like,
1: it, it might. Be, I think a lot of. I think. I think a lot of it is people just don't like the package of yo. Because know, he does play in Denver. I'll give you that it's not the biggest market. But yeah, it's kind of like this tall Serbian white unathletic. And and by the way, I just want to say the fact that people say oh. Uh, the back in the day, such and such would be, so, like, dude, there's unathletic players that are great today, like, you know, Luca and S- Steph's not the greatest athlete, but nonetheless.
0: But in you um, guys that's dominantly black, it takes a while for the foreign players to get like, as popular as they yeah. should be.
1: Yeah, that's and awesome. like I said, a lot of people don't like the package of Joker, because like, he is he, he doesn't look like he could even jump over a credit card, but I love the guy, and um, you know, he is, he is, <laughs> ba- he is balling this year, and he looks like a, um, a manager I at Center. Now, he run. might be MVP again. <laughs> Fuck around. Like I would him. love to see that, and I I hope we get our. Sh- I hope Jamal comes back, and I hope Porter Junior gets it together because I think we can make a run as well. And um that whole incident with Miami the other night, like I said, hey man, Morris, you you decided to go he, first. Look at like that hit. Morris, you brought
0: him up too because um, like last year or the year before. I was seeing rumors that the Joker likes hanging out in Chicago and shit. People start speculating, like, oh we oh,
1: nah. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he may like y'all's pizza, man.
2: That boy, you can tell that boy like uh, but Chicago is very diverse. We got like a, a yeah. you know, like a, a you know a lot of communities out here. So oh yeah, it's they like, do. Yeah, there's a lot it's of European of, communities out here. What and joke is what he's serving or Yeah, yeah. he's from Serbia. Joker yeah, for Big View, big big view, let's do it, baby. Uh, so, we got a, a, a nice serving uh, community out here. But my only critique with the Bulls uh, is that the, they need to step it up on the defensive side. Other than that, you know, they're pretty cool. It's pretty solid. But to their
0: credit, on the positive side, Caruso coming off the bench averages the most steals in the entire NBA. Yeah. That boy's an animal on the hustle plays. <laughs> He's not
1: just a meme. Like I know he's a popular meme to say he's the goat and everything like that. I get that
2: he's a no, he popular. He put in work. He put it in work to get the win. He's, you know, the he's ball, a solid. Man. Yeah, he's a solid player. He plays hard every game. The he
1: can, he can get up there too, man. Like when he gets them little highlight dunks. Then thing you can tell them dunks pop the crowd, man. Like he. Where is
0: Stacy King be taking me fucking out? Yeah This dude Caruso will do some magical shit out of nowhere, like hit a buzzer beater he cut the AC off, Caruso. I'm like, yeah. oh shit.
1: Man, Stacey King Stacy King something else, man. I used to love watching the Bulls telecast during the Derrick Rose. I was like, stop it! Stop when Derrick Rose was drunk. Stop it! Stop it! You thought you
0: could come outside and stop that? <laughs> the hot sauce. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, but um uh, like I said, as far as the NBA season so far, I know it's really early. Uh the Washington Wizards are the
0: very pleasant, I guess, surprise this year. Um how the fuck is Harrell number six as far as MVP predictions right now?
1: It's early, that's all. <laughs> early and got a good record.
2: Yeah, Wizards uh, got a really good time. I love be it. A so tough when out he,
0: when he, he hit. Uh, Schroeder with the with the moves, then he told him you trash. I'm like, damn, y'all just playing with each other in the Lakers last. <laughs> oh, but these NBA fights and uh, feuds and shit, I'm I'm glad to see some of that shit back because that that super friends shit is slowly dying.
1: Well, I mean, I, now we want to see a Nuggets versus a Heat in the finals now. Like, I mean. Oh man. go ahead.
3: <laughs> I feel like, um, uh, been off more than I could chew. Man, Milwaukee Bucks look, scary to, My Milwaukee look, Bucks, look or scary. scary to me, they look very scary to me. And oh, I felt like, even though we was one foot away from putting them out last year, I think Brooklyn missed their beat on getting back to the finals. It, it, it ain't looking good because can I, we, yeah, can
1: we, can we talk about the Nets real quick? Um, I just want to say Kevin Durant is an he is again balling this yeah. year. He's my he right now he's my second MVP candidate behind uh behind Steph. Um my my top 3 for MVP right now are Steph, Durant and Joker. But the Nets like they got to win a chip for this thing to be considered a success. The first year Kyrie and Durant was both out during the bubble we get that Last year, injuries and Durant's foot being too damn big. Okay, we get that. But, like, the, I love that the NBA has gotten rid of a lot of the foul-baiting calls. Um, James Harden's going to have to figure something out because there's, like, they already decided with James Harden, we ain't going to send you to the line 25 times this game. Okay? So, and I'm damn happy to see that. Y'all know how I feel about James Harden. You know, I exaggerate a bit, yes. But... Like, I'm happy to see this motherfucker's not going to the line 20, 25 times a game anymore. Um, yeah, so that and, rule has
0: crippled him a bit.
1: A bit a bit, but like Trey Young's adapted fine, even though the Hawks aren't great. But like I just want to say this uh Brooklyn, it's not looking good because the fact that Kyrie is dependent on like, okay, he's chosen not to get the jab. That's cool, that's his choice. And the Nets decided, well, you're not going to be a part-time employee. Again, that's cool as well. But the fact that they're waiting on a potential new uh, thing from the from a potentially new administration to come in and change that, that's not a good sign. And I just want, I just want to say this. Um, first of all, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry both have an excellent chance to uh, get into those top 10 all-time discussions this year. If if Curry wins another MVP and the Warriors, let's say, they win the chip, then, then him and Magic becomes a real conversation. And if Kevin Durant wins the scoring title and possibly the MVP and then Brooklyn wins a chip under these circumstances, okay, now he's possibly a top 10 player. Now he gets into that top 10 conversation. So that this can be a huge season for both their legacies and, and Giannis as well if he goes back to back, but um, yeah, Brooklyn, uh is going to have to get it together for this
0: thing not to be considered
1: a a bust. And I, I'm a huge Slim Reaper fan, but uh, yeah, they 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 need to get it together.
0: I have Golden State winning the championship. I have the Bulls making a deep run and possibly getting eliminated by maybe Milwaukee, and um. As far as the championship, I think it'll come down to Milwaukee versus Golden State. Mike. Uh, Mike, he stepped out of the room. I think, no,
1: did he step out? Oh, I, <laughs> no, I don't
0: think him fair. <laughs> oh, my bad, y'all. Leave your predictions for the NBA finals. NBA finals. Ooh,
3: Charlie Wale. Charlie Wale. Uh. Hmm. I think the LA Lakers will make the finals. I do too. I think LeBron is, you know, what do they what do they, what do they like to say? Injured. He'll be back when this when it, after the All-Star break, when it matters. That's when he's gonna really turn it up. He let Melo get his shine on, and I think the Lakers will be there. Uh I would love to say Brooklyn. I would love to say Chicago. But
1: you're leaning towards Milwaukee, aren't you? <laughs> it's going to be
3: Milwaukee, LA. And
1: I, I'm, leaning, I'm leaning towards that myself. Yeah. Um, you walk you I, I, I I said before, I do think the Lakers will make the finals. Now, if they don't, that's cool with me because, like, I, it's some different blood is always – even though Golden State wouldn't be different, I would, you know, Steph Curry. Steph Curry's my favorite or 2nd favorite player in the league. I'd love to see him get another shot at the chip. If it's not the Nuggets, I'd love for it to be the Warriors. Um, but you know, yeah, this it's obviously, obviously, people, it's way too early in this NBA season. We understand that. Um, but like I said, these are these are predictions that these are just our our little observations so far. And I just gotta say, I don't know what the hell is going on with Dame Lillard. Um man. but Dame, come on, man. Is the Dame time? It's like it's like he blew his load in that fifty-five point game against us last year, where it scared the shit out of me, because this motherfucker was making half-court shots to keep sending it into overtime, and I'm like, motherfucker, will somebody stop? Austin Rivers even prayed when he missed a shot, <laughs> like he said, "Thank you, God." But um it's like he did that, and then his teammate goes out of bounds, and Dame's like, "Fuck, I gotta." I'm not gonna say he's like actively campaigning to get out of Portland, but it's just kind of like that was part of the innuendo. So Dame, we'll see what we'll see if he gets it together. And um, Ben Simmons and Kyrie carried the off season, the second, the latter part of the off season. But I, 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 I'm not, I don't, I don't miss them. Like as 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 I love their talent, but like it's like okay, the game goes on. And Ben Simmons, I'm not gonna trash. I'm not, I'm not going to say. What I really feel about this whole new mental health thing that's come up, because I don't want to get JP or the podcast we'll on, in uh, trouble. On another
0: episode, that's what I want to talk about. I want to dive deep into that. That mental yeah. health, like a fetish, right now in America.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. We can do that. I just don't want. I don't want to get my real thoughts on Ben Simmons right because I don't want to get you or the podcast in trouble or anything like that. I don't want to get right. y'all flagged. Like five that, years on the said, line.
3: I be saying, man, most definitely.
1: But uh, Ben Simmons, um, hey, look, man, I just, like, that's that's been a thing. 76ers is balling right now without him. So it's just like, hey, whatever, man. So, But um, I'm enjoying the start to the season so far. I really am.
0: Cool. And uh, we missed a lot of things uh, while we haven't been recording about sports over the past couple of weeks. Uh, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves on winning the 2021 World Series. Sir not the biggest MLB fan. I don't know too much about Major League Baseball my damn self, but just, hey, it has to be mentioned. Congratulations. And, and it had a lot of heat behind it, too. Like,
1: you know, everybody knows the Braves, um, you know, there's there's been a lot of uh, social discourse around uh, sports recently, which will lead into our next topic and our next individual. But I just want to say the Braves, they had to deal with a lot They had the World Series, not World Series, I'm sorry, they had the All-Star Game taken away from Atlanta because of, you know, because of that shit. And it's just like, you know, they they moved it to a place with an even more restrictive voting law. And it hurt a lot of the black businesses that would have benefited from the All-Star Game being there. So I'm like, who is you really doing this for? You say it was doing it for this and that, but you really hurt a lot of the black business. Like 30% of the businesses that would have benefited from the All-Star Game being there was black. And so they caught that cost the city a lot of money. And so, you know, the Braves and their fans, once the Braves started to get because the Braves had a losing record during that point of the season. And once the Braves started to get good, they and their fans got a little more defiant because it's like, well, now we want you to get rid of the tomahawk chat. Chat chop. So the Braves fans started doing it even more. And you know, you had Trump at game four doing it. You know, he gave them the little boost. They needed to win that game. Shout out to my boy, DZ. And, um, <laughs> he was, he was doing that. And, um, so they was doing the Tomahawk chopping more. And like, you know, one writer refused to call them the Braves in some news article. And oh, then they go God. on. And right. And this is just where sports is heading. Like this is, this has been a bad energy in sports over the past five years, which has been led by an individual that we're going to finish talking about. But, uh, I was happy to see the Braves do it, you know? Um, I mean, I have no stake in the Braves. I'm a Rockies fan, and I'm a Yankees fan. Neither one of us got it done this year. I will thank the Astros for getting the Red Sox out of there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was happy to see the Braves do it just because I thought they endured uh, a lot of bullshit, you know. So um, just shout out to the Braves for sure. That's what's up. I'm happy for for
0: Atlanta. and uh, The curse is broken for Atlanta sports. (laughs) And plus, on the up and up as well, y'all got a superstar in the making it, Trey Young. So, yep. that's up. Uh, what y'all guys want to close this out with.
1: I thought we were closing it out with uh, with uh, with uh, the former 49ers quarterback. That's why I kept saying, hey, we're going to go into that in our next subject.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Mike really wanted to talk about that topic. But oh, okay. Yeah leave so yeah, we we'll, we'll save that for another one <laughs> Yeah okay yeah Cause we'll I
1: really, you cuz you told me it was going to be a topic on the show and I'm just yeah, like I have a
0: lot to say and I, I want oh him to be Oh man I already I want him to be know. able to you know that might have to be down south us with that one. so we'll we'll come back to that one in the next sports episode definitely, We'll definitely I'm, do another sports episode this week for 100% sure Hey I, if I was you I'd make that a whole episode because that shit yeah yeah, <laughs> I, I'll never forget you and uh Petty Murphy bumped heads on the episode when we meet you and him, Clay, uh talking yeah. about the Kaepernick. He was getting I like remember. upset, upset.
1: I remember. I, <laughs> I remember. God,
0: damn, you yelling and shit like what? Mm. <laughs> uh, Fuck,
1: I, I, him. I,
3: I
0: owe that motherfucker like
3: a $100, man. Fucking cowboy <laughs> track better than the bears, man. I'm going to give goddamn a, a million pennies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, Anything uh,
0: y'all want to promote though? Before we uh, get up out of here, man. Uh. uh, I will be
3: back podcasting. I took a long ass break. I've been grinding, you know, since the COVID year. Lost a couple of family members, man. a Couple of friends. Uh, I just currently just uh, won my city and state championship with Illinois oh, Viper yeah. football program. We would uh the state uh at regionals next uh, weekend in St. Louis. If we win the Midwest region, we will be going to Florida to play for the Super Bowl. So it's a great experience. My shout to Mario Anderson, as my 14U coach. Uh, He's doing the same thing as well as me. 14U's undefeated. We're undefeated. We're both 12. No, we just try to bring a a bunch of young individuals out of the city, and uh, you know, bring them to some great upbringing, uh, teach them how to collaborate, work with each other, and just you know. Put them in position to win, man. Cause you know, uh, tomorrow is a promise to no one. You gotta take advantage of the opportunities that you have while you're still here. And uh, um, you know, we just you know we got a lot of great things going on. Also, I want to shout out, you, know, you guys out too. Cause when I first started podcasting, you know, uh, Clay was one of the first person to hear my episode. And you know, he put me on game of how things should sound. Or look at my school. Cause I'm a teacher, students at the school that I work at. I'm opening up a podcast and um, a podcast. For the students so I'm teaching them how to podcast and don't be surprised if you guys I might need y'all to come do an episode with them you know I'm just trying to teach them the game and understand how things work because they're real big on the breakfast club and things like that so I'm trying to teach them the jewels too because the thing about it we knew this back when we were younger there's no reason why you shouldn't be where you are at you know at today because I feel like if you got a cell phone it's a lot of ways to make money
1: absolutely Oh, the yeah. internet yeah um as far as me um i i agree with a lot of those same sentiments um the covid you know 2020 was a shit show for a number of reasons and um you know it, it was a good wake-up call to truly start uh you know i've always always been driven but sometimes you know in this life we do getting to the mentality of procrastinating sometimes and everything like that but I've been grinding hard this year and going after going after what I want as well and so and as I t- I think I told you JP and uh yeah like I said everybody knows I finally started taking acting classes to finally help with my goal of transitioning into being a film director so I got a I got a short film That's I wrong. do got a sh- short film coming out later this year uh, I'll uh promote that when the time is right and and uh once I get it named and we get it shot and everything like that, scripts done and everything like that. It's going to be a really short film to shoot and edit, so that'll be fine, but um so we got I got that coming out and um yeah, I mean it's it like you said, tomorrow ain't promised. Like you just got to you got to go after you got to go after what it is, man. You have to we don't, reincarnation. We don't even know what happens after we die. So go after what you want while you can and um do that and yeah like i said i think this was a good episode today it was good to uh get caught up on all this stuff um scotty pippen did not always guard the best player that's another myth that i feel like i should shut down <laughs> but nonetheless guys uh chase what you want man chase your dreams and uh you know try and make try and make your best to make things happen for yourself guys so
3: yeah uh my- i got one last thing uh, right now I, uh we have something called snap raise snap raise is a way you fundraise uh, to help out with national competition, the Illinois Vikings, uh, we do have a snap raise that we're trying to have to make sure we have enough funds. So, you know, we come from the inner city and everybody just don't have it. So, we're trying to help out the kids that may not uh, financially get themselves in position to travel out of town. If you guys would like to donate, um, I'll send um, JP the snap raise link. And he can post okay. up under his link as well. So uh, if you guys want to donate, help out a good cause, just uh, let us know, or you can look us up uh, on IG Instagram at Illinivikings. I-L-L-I-N-I-V-I-K-I-N-G-S and the link
0: will be posted in the bio.
1: All right. That sounds awesome. Yes, sir.
0: And I just want to close out by saying um, the Undiluted Podcast will now be going forward, available also on YouTube, finally. Ooh. So check us out on there, subscribe, and uh, man, keep hitting that play button, tell your friends, tell your buddies. I'm also about to work on get some merch together to sell, and uh, man, just stay consistent, stay up, keep the faith, keep going, no matter what you got going on, people, man. And that's about it. Thanks for tuning in to episode 142. Damn. We'll be back with 143 and 144 before 140, 140 the week is over. <laughs> Till next time, people. Peace. Peace, peace. out. Deserve.